Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Success Mantra. Uh, I am with my co-host KC. Hey Tesh. I'm so excited. Another day, another success story and we are so happy we are meeting so many successful people who don't believe in doing different things but who believe in doing same thing differently. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. So very excited to do these episodes. Today um the topic that we are discussing is education absolutely and such an important part of our life it's yeah. a very important part of life education students immigration lot of things are interconnected yeah. how how these uh, students come from out of canada and they want to settle down in canada probably build up a life in this country how they are integrated into the society all those things we are going to discuss today yeah and we also will talk about the new immigrants who come who are very qualified in their own country but when they come here Uh, they don't take bridging program very seriously mm. right so you know it, it doesn't help them if they want to settle down they need to understand the new country and education plays a very important role yeah and uh, you know uh, and i'm sure a lot of people you i a lot of people would have heard this term canadian canadian experience canadian education absolutely so absolutely. there are two sides flip side to this coin as well that this term is used a little uh you know too harshly sometimes to immigrants but but yeah there is some bridging i know but you know in the in the long yeah. run if you if you go the education path it helps you you know i mean mm. you know you don't want to be a doctor qualified doctor and start driving a taxi or, yeah. or become a security guard just to survive mm. so you know it's not good for the self ego yeah because they came here to not to survive but to thrive to thrive exactly yeah. that's the reason they have come and we are very fortunate today uh to speak to somebody who is done extremely well is a young dynamic man mm. extremely well and especially in terms of education i think he's dedicated his life to education and uh, i think he is also a student right yeah he came to canada as a student and he built up his life and now he's building lives of other students helping them out integrating them in the society yeah so i think uh, let's not waste more time and, and welcome yeah, the man in the hot seat today mr prashant shivastav he's the director of south asia uh, at seneca college based in ontario so welcome prashant to the podcast success yeah, mantra yes 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 here from the man himself uh, welcome to the Success Mantra Prashant thank you so much and uh, it's my privilege and honor to share my thoughts on this uh, exciting topic which uh, gives me which motivates me on day to day basis in doing my job and uh, i have built my life and career around it mhm so so you were a student right uh, as far as i was reading your profile you came to canada in early 2000s and Yes I was a student as an international student I came to Canada to do my MBA and uh, after that uh, as soon as I completed my MBA I was retained by the same university mm-hmm. and uh, um I got an interesting assignment wherein I went back to India opened an office for the university but uh, o- overall that experience was so enriching that um, I I I I would like to go in detail in this. Talk. Yeah, so but this, the, before that, I just want to know: Did you, when you came as a student, uh, did you have the intention of settling down in Canada, or you thought I'll just study and go back to India? 
yeah it's a very interesting question yes i didn't had the complete intent of settling in canada when i chose canada as my destination to study abroad and in fact i applied to all other countries i applied to uk us new zealand australia and uh, canada was actually the first country which issued me the offer letter and that's how it happened that uh, mm-hmm. i got tied up with canada i, I ended up uh, in a very small city called nanaimo of only 80000 people oh <laughs> So <laughs> coming from India where we have aspirations to live in big cities I started my life in Canada from one of uh, very small so, cities on the Vancouver Island wow. okay wow. that's that's news yeah that's pretty pretty good and uh, is that a norm mostly the students that come to Canada do, are do are they settling in small cities or colleges at this moment or have they moved on to like seneca college of bigger cities colleges and businesses generally the trend is uh, students from india they like to live in big cities uh, especially toronto vancouver montreal these three big cities attract lot of uh, students from india but at the same time smaller communities also they attract uh, international students uh, again in my own journey i was looking forward to have an experience where it can enrich me in my um, in my in my future career so at that time you may see that in india there was a trend everyone was doing engineering and then they had aspiration to do mba oh yes so <laughs> i was in that breed of uh, students that i also had just completed my engineering and i was applying to top mba schools in india and uh, it was very competitive to get into the top uh, institution and th- mm-hmm. at that point i st- started thinking of st- applying abroad mm-hmm. uh, to do mba and I, i ended up in canada Uh, this have you noticed i mean you know most of the people are engineers and when they switch they do so well yeah. so what going to happen to the engineering community yes yeah yeah so <laughs> that is so if you see like uh, the growth uh, of uh, engineering uh, careers in india many of those careers again they got into Uh, the wave of it so many of the student who would have done even mechanical engineering or civil engineering mm-hmm. they would have moved into the it sector uh, as such because in the year 2000 around that time mm. it was the wave of students getting into yeah. the it stream yeah. and uh, i had aspiration to further my education that's why i did not get into the job uh, market in india and i came to canada to do my mba mm-hmm. so uh, prashant let's go back to your uh, starting as a student in canada in nanaimo so was it easy for you to be integrated in the canadian society because you came in nanaimo or uh, is it easier in a bigger city like toronto how is it you know it was uh, i would say not easy as uh, you know like uh, because you cons- don't see too many faces uh, uh, that yes. that that resemble you probably yes you know? that's right actually uh, but again in that particular program in which i apply I, i applied in the mba program it was very international so we had students from india we had student from turkey uh, from uh, all different countries actually mm-hmm. so it was a multinational environment to study okay. uh, and we had around 30 plus student in my batch from india mm-hmm. and uh, yes the integration was difficult again because we kept ourselves 
within ourselves which mm. means that we live together we eat together and uh, even we studied together and then that impacted many of our colleagues in their studies because when you study together in a canadian context you may help your friend but in the end it becomes um, issues of plagiarism where if you share your assignment with anybody or uh, if the way you share your uh, notes then other person if they will put it in their own assignment mm-hmm. then you can be caught in plagiarism mm-hmm. so we had lot of not only cultural issues but academic issues also while integrating in the canadian society so mm-hmm. i i agree yes it was challenging and the first semester was the most challenging part and many times we started regretting that are we at the right place or after investing so much money in education mm-hmm. is it a right decision we have done and we we many of us we were thinking you know we should have study stayed in india so yes all these things were in our thoughts also other the reason is you're so cocooned and well protected in india yes like you know Uh, nothing if nothing else even if you don't come from a rich family your parents are always there a big support for you right so you know if you're going to fall they're going to hold you back and push you back right so that shield is taken off if somebody you without knowing how deep the water is has kicked you and saying go and swim and figure it out yes i completely agree with you actually and these were the challenges and these are the challenges even with the current wave of international students from india uh so yes i face the same challenges and uh, at that uh, time when we grow up like we we our parents they take care of everything and we have a culture of helping each other so we take guidance from our brothers from our elders so whereas the canadian culture is more independent so what i have learned from the canadian culture is to be independent in my thought process also take mm. decisions independently because when i came here i had nobody my parents were not there i had no relatives so this made me change because for me after investing so much money from parents i had no question of going back so that made me actually to work hard here and do things little differently so mm-hmm. yeah that that's yeah you know so you said whatever is going to happen i don't care i'm not going to be like everybody else i'm going to just distinguish my life and do something for myself yes mm-hmm. that's so fantastic i think that's the attitude yeah. so you know i'm just going to ask you a little bit about the important of education why you know since you are pushing this this is one of your agenda in life and you're doing extremely well is lot of immigrant new immigrants when they come to canada they don't think it's important to study more or they have a problem tell us the importance of education and why does it create roadblock and what they should do about it so you know like uh, it's a different environment we live and uh, it's a different world actually in many sense the things are done very differently here and many of the skills are not transferable is also because the way we have been educated in our society in our education system where where we have more emphasis on memorization so we have grown up and we studied in a system where things were not practical we used to memorize and then write things in the assignment and we lacked actually independent thinking actually mm. so in many aspects so bridging is very important because it gives a holistic view of uh, how the work is done in canada take an instance at seneca college the programs are 
short-term programs for uh, new immigrants and uh, even for international students uh, eight months to one year short-time graduate certificate programs they are very practical they have more hands-on uh, within the curriculum so the curriculum is also designed in a way it is more 70 percent practical 30 percent theory and students they have opportunity within the program to work and then study and then complete the program mm-hmm. which is amazing actually so and also like in the culture of growing up and studying in Canada people at the age of 16 they leave their house they become so independent like every boy and girl they 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 will they will be working and then they will be studying whereas in our culture we have a stage that okay at the age of until you get married probably and then you move out of your house probably don't, don't even move out you still stay with your parents so we don't encourage while growing up to have some volunteer experience or practical experience or to explore things on our own. We mm. are in the shield, as you rightly yeah, pointed, yeah, yeah. that uh, that shield is always there and yes. we never grow up, actually. Yeah, you, and, uh, you're never old for your parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is something, actually, I would also like to uh, our listeners to understand this perspective that when you are thinking of moving into another country, do a proper research and see that which areas of uh, in your interests could align to the opportunities in the country. And if they are not in that direction, maybe you can get yourself trained before moving. And also when you are here, you can also look for those short training programs which can give you a direction. Also equally important is to live in, look, look into the context. Canada, we are talking mostly about Canada and India because if you look into the population here, it's only 33 million. India is 1.3 billion. Canada doesn't need that many engineers, doctors and scientists. We need more here people who can work in the workforce at technical level, technologists, technicians, mid-career. A lot of opportunities lot, lot of available opportunities. in between. Yeah. Yes, and, and we think in the Zylo, like, you know, like everyone wants to become engineer, everyone wants to do MBA. Here, the emphasis in more is on or more on the career focused skill. Why don't we think of uh, doing courses in fashion designing, animation, other sectors? Mm-hmm. We keep ourselves uh, very much into boxes by just thinking everyone will do engineering, everyone will do MBA or yes. medical, these sectors only. Yeah. We don't diversify uh, based on the other um, industry portfolios. So which is really growing now. You know, which is this, growing. Yeah, with this whole digital yes. Yes. Uh, highway opening up. Yes. There are a lot of uh, opportunities. I mean, that's why you see so many startups coming up in Canada and Toronto is named as what are the most fastest growing yeah. technology city? And and actually, it's interesting, like with these growth sectors, institutions in Canada, like Seneca, they align themselves with the need of the industry. So any program which we offer in colleges in Ontario, particularly in Seneca, they are aligned to the industry. So mm-hmm. if there is a growth of fintech, uh, we will start a program in fintech. We are offering a graduate certificate in fintech analytics so these are the fields in which uh, uh, the jobs of the future are and we are trying to address those uh, for so, students uh, okay so the students that are coming from india i gather this thing that you know they are from a different uh, system of education when they come here obviously they face some challenges and you've been doing some stuff to uh, help them out as well how how are you as a as an individual as an as an organization that backs you how are you helping out 
integration of those students into the Canadian society. Because of late, we have seen a lot of news, some positive, some negative as well, because the system is completely different in both the countries, from India, from other parts of South Asia, Asian students. So there is, there is this lack of integration into the society. How is that being addressed? So that is being tried like it is done within uh, like uh, as an individual, I try to advise students to prepare themselves before they come, uh, do a proper research and understanding of the country, be respectful of the society where they are coming. So for instance, we do a lot of short term training as well within Seneca in which we host uh, delegations and groups both from students and government officials for training so we have prepared a pre-departure kit for them before okay. they come mm -hmm. uh, beforehand we provide them all the information about uh, the city do's and don'ts and things they can prepare themselves before they arrive mm -hmm. and and as a Seneca as an institution we uh, do a virtual orientation as well for students any student who is admitted at Seneca uh, receives this training virtually through our advisors where they will guide them in their own countries yes so in their own countries that before not only India because yeah, it's a big uh, department I'm part yeah. of a big department mm -hmm. so we cater to around 9,000 international students in this department wow. and uh, the student service department which is uh, run by one of my colleague he they take care of any uh, of all the services mm -hmm. and these include immigration assistance as well once they become our student mm -hmm. um, their insurance health insurance airport pickup housing so a lot of support is offered through Seneca and uh, as an individual my guidance to Indian students is actually to to prepare ahead and also to mix with Canadian students rather what we have done like we face those challenges like when I was a student I try to tell them no don't do this way this is not a right way, way yeah. although from we learn from the mistake and we share it so mm -hmm. we tell them to integrate with the make friends with other nationalities that is a value of international yeah. education mm -hmm. that uh, you don't only limit to people from your own culture but you make friends with other nationalities also. Yes, I know, I know. so how important is uh, the language when they come to this country uh, for certain countries uh, they already are good in english but there yes. are certain countries where english and french is not the main or official language so so for those uh, students there is a preparatory program which is run in seneca and uh, that is run by english language institute and they do the preparatory program for english language it's a foundation program uh, and but uh, the language uh, i mean it's an addition to the integration question in a sense do they have to be a good uh, you know they have a, a good proficiency in english or french before coming to canada or is it uh, you know is it like because you know the sometime you know when the you might be having you know south asian teachers you go to have uh, canadian teachers so you know the accent to be yeah. so for student. indian students yes there is a minimum requirement to have uh, when they apply and uh, most of our students uh, who from india they are very proficient in english mm -hmm. and our requirement is like around 6.5 but right now with the increased number of uh, students from india the benchmarks have increased we are looking at students who have 7 or higher and 70 or 80% marks so we have become very selective uh, right now and that helps uh, them 
eventually when they pass out from the college that helps them out in integrating the in the canadian society more easily absolutely because that's i guess the ultimate goal when somebody wants to come and study in internationally or how many students let me ask you this question how many students do stay in canada after graduating or do they go back to in india or other countries where they came from how uh, so the trend from india is more morely mo- mostly outbound i think most of the students who are coming to canada they are choosing canada to work live and uh, get married and, and start family yeah, or immigrate. go back mm-hmm. so there are all kind of students like when we when we uh, if we if we classify students there could be students who are strivers there could be one who could be high flyer there could be strugglers there are yeah. different categories of students yeah. uh, which we use in our terms mm-hmm. um again um, there could be students who would come only for short experience and they will go back but mostly in canada we experience students who uh, have interest and desire to stay Settle here permanently and also because of many various reasons large number of them they come from the state of punjab and gujarat where family reunification plays also a big role because they have friends and family so they have more interest as well mm-hmm. to come and study in canada so basically uh, immigration is, is to i mean getting admitted into one of these courses is basically kind of their uh initiation into the immigration programs. it is it it becomes it is like a pathway to immigration it is a gateway for them to live in canada permanently but i think this is a good gateway because they get prepared and trained in the canadian education and they also gain canadian work experience because students are allowed to work while studying they can work up to 20 hours per week and during co-op and break they can work full time mm-hmm. after they complete their program they can work up to 3 years so that's is a very good incentive for international students and right now the trend from india is we have close to more than 180000 indian students studying in canadian colleges wow, and universities wow that's a big number a big yes. number yeah. so i tell me there's so much of happening between india canada and canadian education system and government and various institutes like yours is supporting the student to integrate in society but you still hear a lot of other stories i think part is Uh, people come from different parts of india some from big city some small city and so what are the common mistakes they make which makes their life more difficult here which they should not do so again the trend is what uh, i have understood as a large number of students indian students are coming from the state of punjab so from india we don't have a diversification strategy from canadian colleges and universities for them uh, anyone who has an indian passport is an indian national but the country india itself is so diverse there are 22 24 different states there are so many different languages we don't have much uh, student traffic in canada coming from eastern part of india we mm. don't have much students coming from south uh, southern part of india central part of india so mostly around 43% of students are from punjab and neighboring regions so mm. i don't think india is well represented in canada mm-hmm. <laughs> but how then how, how do you how do you market the canadian institute in india so canadian institutions institutions colleges and universities are marketed in dip- and promoted in different ways um 
colleges they work with a network of agents they represent uh, us uh, in india where they promote our programs our um, um, offerings at the same time we do our own campaigns as well we do our outreach to indian colleges and universities but as we started in the conversation that students have a culture of being helped taking help from people yeah. uh, in different stages of their life so when they are applying from india they will take and help from an agent mm. um who will help and guide them in the application process there are some good agents there are many bad agents uh, again we try as a college to work with good agents we have a we have a strict screening mechanism to screen agents so um we 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 try our best to work with good agents so we get good students from india mm-hmm. so you know i think we got a fairly good idea now i really want to ask the man who's himself is like really humble he's saying we we but actually he's taken a lot of initiative so tell us uh, prashant what are your goals and uh, what do you want to achieve and what is your really desire where you want to drive this whole education system and new students i would like this to reach where we start helping the indian education system to uh, get uh, some best practices from canada and adapt in uh, canada specifically uh, because we are sitting in canada sitting but in from canada. other parts of the world as well absolutely wherever. and actually you know like if you see countries like uh, with with in the, in my work uh, i have traveled to other countries like singapore and uh, uh many countries in europe so there are so many best practices which indian education system can take from around the world to enhance its system just from canada only ontario college system is 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 unique in its nature the way programs are offered practical with, with 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 practical education that is lacking in our system like as i explained earlier that in our system we had so much memorization yeah, and yeah. so much uh, uh, of um, uh, textbook of learning what do you call rattas rattas yes so those things uh, should be eliminated with our system and i think uh, independent thinking so this is where i am taking it forward that i am i am working with the uh, indian schools colleges and universities where in we can add a value to their offering mm-hmm. so along with uh, what they are studying in the system they get some context of practical education and skill based education integrated in the system because skill development is a big initiative in india and also entrepreneurship so in both these areas uh, my future goals are to establish centers of excellence in skill development and entrepreneurship in india that's amazing because uh, uh, i can specifically say indians in that regard uh no bias at all but uh, look at all the big ceos of big companies across silicon valley across north america across in europe as well like mr pichai then you know yeah. indra nuri there are so many so there is a lot of talent that is there in south asian uh, countries as well it's just that some of it needs to be there those are rough diamonds and the the system here probably just polishes them the right way and then they achieve those wonders because there is that inherent uh, strength that that the uh, intellect that that pe- kids there have so i will also give you one example what we have what uh, we have done actually in training of civil servant 
you can see like we all have come from india we see that how the public services are delivered in india if mm-hmm. you go to a bank or uh, public offices how things happen means whereas when you come and experience those things in canada you you see a day and night difference yeah. if you go to a bank or a public office in canada or a public institution where you are sitting right now in seneca it is so different if you go to hospital if you go to public um, colleges public hospitals uh the system is uniform there is a uniform quality yes. and uh, a minimum standard you can you can you can get it all across canada right. you will you yeah, see i i completely agree so uh, these are the things we are trying to make an impact with by bringing groups of civil servants to get them exposed to this system where they see the best practices mm-hmm. they interact with the civil servants here and perhaps take these best practices and uh, implement in their jobs yeah because they have to adapt because the challenges in a country in a developing country are way different than challenges in north america as yeah. well so uh, obviously uh, some of the south asian countries are in the stage of development at this point of time there will be those uh, differences however uh, it's a good step that they are learning those best practices in developed nations as well yes. and how to because india is supposed to be uh, the superpower of the future and i'm sure some of the students will be going from your college and your uh, system as yeah, well absolutely yeah, but you know when very good thing prashant got out is you know if you come here the important thing is integration 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 mm. till you don't go out you will not learn the system till you don't learn the system you'll always find fault in everything you know it doesn't matter what place you are on that note prashant on personally i want to ask you your journey from coming to student we want the audience to know our listeners to know some of the difficult thing you faced in life and how did you overcome it so the first and foremost thing as i explained earlier was to get settled uh, through the r- route of education where there were role blocks like when i was a student in canada uh, the rules were not flexible we were not uh, allowed to work part time we were not uh, uh, like uh, the 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 immigration policies were uh, not friendly for students so we had lot of challenging time while uh, securing employment or uh, getting in the job market and also like when i even got uh, the job uh, in the university and then when i went back to india working in india was again challenging it was not easy mm-hmm. i didn't had any work experience of working in india getting things done by the contractor getting things done in timely fashion was not easy it was it was it was very challenging mm-hmm. uh, many times you know like i used to think maybe i should go back and uh, apply for a job in a bank as you mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. earlier um and but I, i i took this as a challenge as well because i saw a big scope in this sector you were able to see something which not many people yes identify that there is something where i can really and 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 that that was an eye opener for me to go and talk to students in india share my own study experience educational experience of uh, canadian education because canada was not well known at that time in indian uh, yeah, they all want to run to us, US UK. yes 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 and uh, can, the branding of canada like as they means most of the students other than the region of punjab they used to think canada is a cold place near cold. us yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the that's <laughs> that the, the impression everybody, impression everybody had and uh, with my work in india i was able to travel all across north south the 
the work i do i'm always connected to india and the reason of being in this field is because uh, i am able to work in uh, so many different countries meet with uh, so many different uh, friend me make friends with so many different cultures mm-hmm. so and again uh, contributing back to the indian society we are helping so many students and parents um to succeed in canadian society so um, uh, prashant um, there are these cases uh, there are, as you mentioned you were not allowed to work during yes. your student time as well and then there are these cases where students work too much more even more so than their allotted time so, yeah, so, so <laughs> they will be deported now that's what i've been reading in yeah, the yeah so uh, do you think uh, is it the time that's allotted at this point of time to students is it good enough for them to because the kind of students that come here probably their story is the first semester fees they bring from their parents and rest they want to earn here and then take care of their fees is it good enough for them to do that are they going to be over allotment of their time if they do the, you know try to cover the fees how is it so i will give you my perspective on this mm. again uh, how why they are working uh, uh, more than the specified hours i think it is how they are being coached uh so when as i explained earlier that there could there are some good agents and there are many bad agents so if there are agents who are advising students they are giving a rosy picture of canada that okay you go there and uh, everything will be taken care of you will get uh, opportunity to work you will be working more and more but this education is a is a is 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 a, is a privilege actually they have to understand that and uh, uh and 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 be privileged with education is to focus on it because this is a path for them to succeed not while working while they are studying so they can work part time to gain canadian experience but that work experience should not substitute it or make it as a full time experience work because then they will lose focus in education so in my practice i encourage students to consider seneca to study full time and work part time if they have intent to work full time then i tell them outright this is not a institution for you, for mm-hmm. you. and that is uh, legally also considered fraud because if you are coming on a student uh, visa then you have to probably you know, your all your intention should be to study and yes. then probably acquire those skills to be you know useful the, to the canadian workforce yes and then those students will succeed more if they are able to exactly, focus exactly exactly otherwise you know there is there is going to be conflict with the canadian born canadian mm. educated kid when you go to start doing you know work illegally and work at much below the mm. uh, minimum uh, hourly rate so that creates a social issue for uh, and uh, since you mentioned this hmm. this problem happened in australia where yes, we yeah. had issues of racism and then our students they started thinking that why they are being treated differently it is because you are overstepping into some others jobs hmm. and some others uh, uh, opportunities yes, yeah. because you are specified to work for 20 hours and if you start working 40 hours you are going to take away jobs of canadians yeah. permanent residents and the businesses so, are going to you know take advantage. they are going to exploit you because you are at a vulnerable yeah, position yeah, and if yeah. they can you know make some quick buck uh, although in the end it does not help but then that's how some people are conditioned and then they do that uh, prashant coming back okay all of this uh, uh, immigration and student and all those big things that you do throughout the day the big question that i have is you've been a successful immigrant 
How do you start your day? What is your morning routine? Do you have a routine? Are you a believer of routine? I, I, you, you said you, you said you two do things differently, not different things. So you want to know how do you do things? Differently? Yeah, is what's that morning routine that you have? So morning routine is I wake up early. I am an early again, riser. Okay, say again. Uh, I say I'm telling you, engineers so, getting up early morning. Yeah. What time is it? Uh, if I. It is uh, around 5 a.m. Oh, oh same. Uh, yeah. Quite close. So yes. close to 5, 4, 5, 5 a.m. Actually, again, because I work with different time zones, many mm-hmm. times I may have, I may start working early in the morning to make calls and connect with my uh, counterparts in other India. Other parts of the yes, world as well. parts mm-hmm. of the world as well. And then uh, morning, uh, I start at Seneca around 9 a.m. I finish at uh, 5 a.m. Oh, you skipped a lot of hours lot in between. Of hours are, what, what do you do in between? Like, what's that well, X factor that that gives the, you so much energy all the time? I see you at so many uh, events uh, all day. You were at the graduation ceremony the other day. Then you were at the Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, there are so many events that keep happening, right? And you are always there. How? What do you do before you start your day? Before I start my day, I had uh, like um, five... Uh, Briefly, like maybe fifteen minutes, I I give it to God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I spiritual do time. spiritual time, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, then get ready, and then uh, have breakfast, light mm-hmm. breakfast, not mm-hmm. uh, oh, very uh, heavy one. Yeah, and then um, um, come to Seneca. Means, mm-hmm. of course, I have a, my wife who cooks food for me mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, my son um, so he goes to school at 8:40 but i leave at 8 actually mm-hmm. and then i come here 9 to 5 i'm busy uh, mm-hmm. meeting mm-hmm. students meeting uh, interesting people like you <laughs> <laughs> and also like managing the international relations for seneca so we have a lot of uh, so uh, delegations how, so how important is the role of food like you said in and i have seen in uh, south asian cultures as well there's a lot of uh, uh, fresh fresh food uh, that that people uh, you know spend a lot of time cooking every day you think that's a that's an important that keeps your energy levels high or is it i i, I think I, I agree with you means uh, although we are now means with my wife i'm living since 2010 in canada but uh, uh, from 2007 to 2010 I was in India so mm-hmm. 2010 we are in Canada then I went to US yes fresh food it is important she tries as much as possible yeah. to cook uh, fresh food we we don't eat a lot of frozen food mm-hmm. um, so that's the food part of it but then when I come back in the evening it starts with tea <laughs> like typical <laughs> yeah but Canada is a very coffee culture coffee but, culture uh, but I see a lot of yeah, Indian tea, tea is picking up quite a bit you know Everybody's serving their chai tea. Chai quite tea. a bit, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it does not taste, it does not appeal to my taste buds no, in that regard. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you have to integrate, you have to integrate, you have to accept. <laughs> this is a taste now. But you know, this is a very stressful thing. I mean, not stressful, but you know, there's a lot of responsibility yeah. which is on your shoulder. How do you balance work-life balance you have? So, means weekends are always with family and then... And you're uh, always smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weekends are always with family and evening also goes with my son. I take him to his Taekwondo class every evening. So, my day starts like 9 to 9. Okay. <laughs> Ends at 9 but I take early early dinner. I don't take okay. late dinner. Mm-hmm. So, mostly by 7 I'm done with the dinner part mm-hmm. actually. So, we come to the... Taking care of your health is very important. Important. Yes. And we come to a very 
crucial question of this podcast mm-hmm. is you know you are a student you come uh, you achieved so many things you won awards you work with different thing and your focus you do you know what you want to do you are very clear about it so what's your success mantra success mantra as i said like start your day early that is very important mm-hmm. in 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 life because when you start your day early you are able to take care of uh, rest of your day so mm-hmm. that's my work of uh, you plan the rest plan of plan things early yes yes you yes. can effectively plan yes, yeah yes yes one one is that and then like i'm now managing a team uh, in my department so delegate your responsibilities empower your team when you are at a leadership role let others do things yeah. mm. so in my work i tell them their functions and their uh, work uh, of my of my team members and i oversee it i don't micromanage it so mm-hmm. that's another very important part mm-hmm. and i shared like some of the feedbacks of uh, the civil servants who came here and mm-hmm. they went very happily the feedback was fantastic it is because of the team mm-hmm. had i not had this good team we would have not succeeded in delivering our training or delivering our education it's the team so this college this institution is successful because of the team and because of the leadership mm-hmm. so this is my mantra actually start your day early and if you are part of a team you play a role if you are leading a team empower your team and appreciate them as well acknowledging and, them for their success and you have uh, been a very successful immigrant as well yourself you have come to this country if uh, people are coming from other parts of the world settled down in a new country what would be that uh, uh, that point uh, will it be the adaptation the integration to that society how how would you so to give a, a suggestion to the listeners who who are planning to come and settle down in other so uh, so always remember your roots so i always identify myself uh, as, as a south as, asian as south asian as indian so we take like and, and and we take good values from our culture our system and we take the good of canada mm. that way we 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 have uh, best of both the worlds i think that is the very best, best absolutely. thing for uh, immigrants to achieve that about yeah, that that's a very valid point there are some of your achievement prashant you know want uh, people to know that uh, your recognition award achievement you know brief you can tell us you know So first and uh, foremost is the appreciation letters uh, we have received I have received actually for uh, uh, working in India when I ran the office for Vancouver Island University it was from the Canadian High Commission itself for uh, promoting Canada as a Fantastic. destination of yeah. study abroad they yeah. acknowledged my work and uh, Uh, recently uh, indian consulate uh, also issued an appreciation letter uh, of um, of 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 the work which i do also recognized uh, i w- am also recognized by indo canada chamber of commerce where i work closely in their events canada india foundation is another organization um, uh, which has uh, recognized my work also my home state uttar pradesh they invited me as a special invitee wow. in uh, pravasi bharti devas so that was a matter of uh, pride, uh, pride yeah. again fantastic uh, going fantastic. back to the home state uh, in 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 pravasi bharti devas 
at the international level um in european association for international education and also in north american association for international education i have been recognized uh, quite a bit so overall i think it's a global uh, recognition uh, but i let it come uh, as it comes uh, yes last week i was uh, honor to congratulate 600 graduating students at seneca wow that wow. was the most achieving part i would say uh, I, i was part of the platform party where i congratulated 600 uh, students that's amazing <laughs> yeah that's that's so good uh, so prashant how can uh, aspiring students from india aspiring immigrants people who want to uh, integrate to canadian society if they want any information or help from you or support i'm sure you're very forthgiving how can they get in touch with you so i am active on social media i i don't have my own pro podcast but uh, i have my t- <laughs> give, give the information yeah. i'm sure there will yeah. be people uh, the people uh, will connect with you. i i have my twitter that is uh, global prashant is okay. the b a l p r a s h a n t yes and then i am on linkedin and on facebook as well with my uh, first name so what will be how will they connect with you on linkedin what do you have to type the keywords linkedin would be prashant shrivastava they can type in and then they will uh, they will prashant shrivastava seneca. 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 seneca so that would yeah, yeah. there'll be like 1 million I, absolutely <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah so a lot of people would be coming up and trying to get in touch with you i'm sure after this podcast so and we urge you to help them out as well as you have been yeah. helping no, no he, i think it's fantastic you know uh, uh, tesh uh, i think it's a great journey for a student to have reached i mean so what have we learned from prashant today yeah you are rising early rising in the morning <laughs> you know I, yeah uh, that that's something good food habit good food habits yeah taking care of your health uh, and uh, i i heard a bit of snippet from the holy book uh, geeta as well you said do your karma and let's see yeah absolutely know? leave it uh, leave it to the yes. higher authorities and see what what happens yeah do your job i think that's the most important karma which i have believed in my work as well yes mm-hmm. yeah well said because you know if you don't do your job you will always be blaming everybody mm. so as one of the key thing which came out with prashant throughout the podcast he kept insisting is you know integration 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 but at the same time do not forget your roots mm. but also adapt the value which canada is giving you which is a fantastic is a fantastic country that's why yeah. we all mm-hmm. are here yeah so it is it's it's tough for in the beginning but eventually everybody settles down so i my take would be also you know to the students who are coming here is stay connected to your roots but at the same time do not physically live in canada and mentally live in from wherever you come you have to integrate be proud of what you are and if you are very clear and if you identify and you know beat the odds i'm sure everybody will be successful yeah definitely it is so lot of things that we learned from you prashant and i'm sure our listeners today learned many things and they could do their research properly before moving in or making that decision to move to a, another country and uh, in case they are not able to find you any other uh, way probably they can get in touch with us and we will connect you with prashant as well thank you any parting words prashant no thank you and it has been an honor and privilege to share my thoughts and uh, 
I hope these will be a value add for a potential immigrant or a potential newcomer or a potential student who is seeking Canada as a destination of his choice. Absolutely. Great talking to you, Prashant. Thank you. Kaysay? Yeah, yes, I think, uh, you know, Prashant, you're doing a fantastic thing. You know, what you receive, you're also giving back to the society and you're doing a great job in bringing India, India Canada closer in terms of education. And, you know, we wish you lots of luck and all the best we want to hear many more things which you are doing ahead you know if you can probably say hey we know prashant and this is a guy this is a go to man <laughs> right <Yeah>. so <clears throat> till next time yeah you know, we want you to hear this podcast hear it many times and just go through his life and see what are the finer points you can pick up i'm sure each one will have a different thing to pick up imbibe in yourself and be successful here Okay thanks a lot uh, for listening to this podcast uh, we are checking out and uh, as we say in french au revoir till next time with another inspiring character you're going to bring to you take care take care